0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Mighty Misfit Menagerie
1: or mm-hmm. uh, podcast.
0: Yeah. Uh, tonight we are going to be starting with two hours of Rhyme of the Frostmaiden, Maiden, followed by a little break, and then two hours of our Isles of Madness uh, mini campaign that we've been running, uh, and. Hopefully, we will have our, uh, our lovely Mark back in a week or so to join in this game and to join in that game. Um, so thank you all again for coming tonight to watch this. And I believe Rio had an announcement.
2: Well, at the time that this will release on YouTube, it will no longer be, but I would like to wish Helena a very happy International Women's Day. Um, <laughs> as it is International Women's Day today. <laughs> and we...
3: <Thank> you. <laughs> Oh, thank you! I love it when you surprise me. Ah, <laughs> oh, so funny.
0: <laughs> well, thank you for being here with us tonight on a lovely holiday, Helena. Mm-hmm. March eighth, International Women's Day.
3: <laughs> it would be a Monday. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, Monday is the start of my weekend so.
1: Oh, okay then <laughs>
0: Speaking of uh, Celebrating Helena um, <laughs> We are going to be Doing uh, a new campaign Coming up as well, we just wanted to ah! let everybody know About that before we start uh, Tonight we're going to be doing the Mysteries of Candlekeep uh, once that is released and we'll put out some more info on exactly how we're doing it. But we are going to be doing a a kind of a rotating DM situation. Um, So you'll get to see Helena DM as well as Hank and Jake. Um, So we're really excited for that and and stoked to to get started when it gets released next week. Uh, More details on when we're actually starting to stream and put that on YouTube to come. Um, And with that, Helena, would you terribly mind doing our lovely recap?
3: Of course. So, here we are. Another female character has betrayed us. Charges <laughs> at us.
2: International Women's Day.
3: <laughs> As if sh- sh- we didn't help her. As if... We- Anyway, so she charges as if we didn't just kill a bunch of much scarier shit than her. <laughs> uh, she thinks she can take us down. So she charges us. But of course, that's not the case between, you know, axe, axes flying and spells going off. We're like, why? And she's like, I hate you. <laughs> so, OK, so we kill her. Um, and Altus is like, OK, let me bring her back. Boom, doesn't work. So we're like, all right, well, I guess we'll talk to her tomorrow because D&D rules. So, <laughs> uh, so we camp out and all Mali is like, uh, we got to make sure that opening and the throne doesn't close on us because that would be unfortunate then we'd probably have to face those the stalker again. So he shoved some uh, logs in there and uh, <laughs> lo and behold, he should have done that because the thing tried to close in the night. Um, so next morning, Altus is like, okay, I got this, speak to dead, ring, ring, what's up you Why are you so angry at us? And she was very angry still. Um, and she basically was like, real wanted me to, duh. And uh, so we were like, okay, bye. <laughs> so we're like, okay, now real wants us dead. That's weird. What do we do to her? Um, <laughs> so, so then we go into the opening. And we find a puzzle. It's got some Dorvish script written. Thankfully, one of us knows that because otherwise we would have really had a rough time. Um, And then, so we solve the puzzle and we get into a little treasure chest room and oh no, there's floating axes. No problem, we take them out. And then we open this chest and there's a horn of blasting, which I looked up last week, but don't remember what it does now, but it was cool and we got out. I don't think we went back to Bryn Shandri yet, did we?
0: No, uh, where we left off in this one, you all were standing in between uh, the the circle of seven thrones, uh, just at the beginning of the twilight hours as all of the crows in the surrounding trees took flight north of Jarlmoot. And right. that is where we find you
3: so ominous. (laughs) They all just took (laughs) off. Anybody know why they did that?
2: (laughs) I can only assume that they had other plans. Yes.
3: At the same time, birds often work together.
2: Well, they do flock together. So if one were to fly away, maybe the others would be so inclined. I'm in no way uh, nervous that it is some kind of ominous sign of some kind of terrible thing that's about to happen to us in some predictable and uh, awful way.
3: (laughs) Well, it's best to keep moving. So do we think Hugo is out here at all? Did she kidnap him?
2: I mean, do we even know if he actually left Bryn Shander? Could it be that he was just sleeping it off somewhere and she just lured us out of town hoping we wouldn't run into each other?
4: Would that play work on us?
2: Well, if it is what happened, then it did.
3: Well, I know Hugo was looking for Driss Dorden. Did he think he was gonna be here?
2: Well, but Hugo was very clearly not here.
3: Yeah. Well, I guess we could go back to town and see if he's there.
4: We probably should, yes.
2: Yes, let's go back to Brinshander with all those people just milling about and going about their lives and yelling and screaming
4: and uh, flushing things. That was new. It's it's normal, Mali. We promise.
0: <laughs> all right. So... Descending from the hill on which Jarl Moot stands, surrounded by the forks of the river, the dogs are still waiting at the base, uh, sitting on top of where the ice has frozen over the river rocks. Uh, a couple of them sleeping on the sleigh itself, apparently taking watch in their own turns um, as they await all of your return.
2: They're the smartest
0: puppies on earth.
3: Feed um, them, get them settled. <laughs> excellent
0: and are you taking uh, the river back to town or are you going across the, uh, the wilderness
3: which way did we come
0: the <laughs> do river. you remember the river yeah the river and it was a lot faster because it's all you know plowed out and has ice
2: see that okay do we feel like the river is still solid like Summer hasn't um, miraculously came, and we're going to fall through the ice now, right? <laughs> <laughs> not, through, not through a single night.
0: The uh, <laughs> was angry, but not self-destruct angry in order to bring summer. Um, so, no, the the ice still does seem to be uh, as thick as it was when you departed.
4: Then, yes, we take the river.
0: Okay. So the path itself is winding and uh, and much the same as when you took it out here, although you were traveling as fast as you could to be able to find uh, your missing friend, the path itself still seems to be clear. Um, With Isam being with you the whole time, all of you can gather that there wasn't really a way for her to booby trap your return from here. Um, Can I get a perception check from anybody that would be paying attention to your surroundings?
5: 16.
3: I rolled a two, I'm not even gonna bother.
4: Yeah, it's a natural 20, 22. I rolled an eight, but my passive is high.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, if uh, if you rolled above a 15, or if you have above 15 modifiers, um, high above in the sky, as you're now approaching the peak of the twilight hours, uh, there is a white shape nearly invisible against the clouds um, as it flaps large canvassed wings moving above all of you.
2: Does it look aggressive?
0: Uh, It looks like it's just traveling. It's too high um, above to be like hunting or anything along those lines. Um, Could I get a nature check from the two of you that have seen it?
2: That is a 24, my dude.
4: That is the second two I rolled in a row. <laughs> I love
2: playing in characters. I know why you do it now, Coulter.
1: <laughs>
0: All the useful side skills. Yeah. I believe, uh, Z, you saw it as well, right? Yeah, uh, 18. Um, so the two of you that have uh, above that 15 again, um, it is a white dragon.
1: Oh! <gasps>
4: Traveling overhead, oh. <laughs> I—I'd imagine Altus just goes, "Oh, real?
5: No, no, no uh, I sh- a,
2: sure, hope not. It's a white dragon. I mean, I don't think she takes that form, does she? Should I make a religion check? Sure. <laughs> Should I make a plus religion plus seven? 25. Should the cleric
4: make a religion check to see if he knows
2: (laughs) uh. it?
0: Based on Altus's original role, he wouldn't have seen it until it was pointed out. But if the other two pointed it out, sure. Okay. Uh, The religion check's a 19. Yeah. So I would say um, both of you would know uh, that no, that's not one of the forms that a real takes.
2: It is concerning. It's too high up to be hunting, but
4: still, I mean, a dragon is a dragon. Just low enough to be ominous.
3: How common are dragons? Like, uh, just as a Helena question, I'll ask this in an after party, never mind.
1: Sorry.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Coulter, should I make a can I, so I have uh, training and cartographers tools, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that means that I'm pretty good with like maps and directions and stuff. Can I figure out maybe where it's like going? Like sure. if it yeah, continued go ahead. going straight where it was going? I do not know how to just do a random D20 on roll 20. So I'm just going to do a history check and then say that's cartographers tools. <laughs> uh, that's an 18
0: okay um uh with that and yeah so that would have the same modifiers your cartographer's tools
2: i'm assuming because it's ink plus proficiency so
4: got it
0: um so with that uh and i can i'll put it on the map here for y'all um so you all presently are about here as you're seeing it Mm -hmm. and it is going that way
2: oh so that's going to bring it kind of perilously close to Bryn Shander.
0: I mean, it's parallel. You can see that it's parallel to that. Yeah. So as long as it doesn't change course, uh, it wouldn't be like in sight of Bryn Shander or anything.
3: Should we just follow it?
2: <laughs> well, I mean, it does seem to be going about its business and... Again, culture. I don't know if we need to make a check for this to know how intelligent it is. <laughs>
0: um, I mean, okay, so yeah, go ahead and make another nature check. Okay.
2: Uh, 17.
0: Um, so you know from the books that you had read um, during your racing in the, the Yeti Enclave that uh, white dragons are the dumbest of all of the dragons, um, but they are still dragons, so they're not like directly stupid, but they're not like what you would expect with some sort of, um, you know, mastermind.
2: Yeah, so the white dragons aren't super smart. So, I I mean, they're below could, human
0: intelligence.
2: Yeah, it could just be moving lairs or it could have been out hunting. Um, but that course that it's taking will avoid any of the settlements of the Ten Towns. I mean, it gets kind of close to where Dugan's Hole used to be, but I mean, that's no longer an issue. So to follow it, we might follow it and just find its lair. But I don't know if that's, I mean, I guess a dragon being this close to the area would be a danger to travelers.
0: As the conversation has continued um, and you've continued along the river, it's now crossed over where you are perpendicularly and is uh, starting to get out of sight.
4: Do we think it's going to its lair? going from its lair?
2: Well, it wasn't carrying any food or anything, so it it could be any number of things without asking him. I guess there's no way of really knowing what he's up to. It's really, the determination is, uh, do we continue on to Bryn and ignore this creature's presence, or do we investigate?
4: I, everything tells me not to investigate, but man, I would love to investigate. I do, you don't see a white dragon every day in Neverwinter.
1: Just think what we
3: would have what would have happened if we had gotten to that black dragon first before it left its lair.
2: A black dragon. Well, Chardlin was not typical of dragon behavior, though.
3: But if we had found it and we had destroyed it before it destroyed us.
2: I owe you my life, Tempest, so whatever decision you come to, I will support you full full speed behind you.
4: I almost, okay, I know it's a bad idea. Tempest, Z, we've gotten into a lot of shady situations, a lot of hairy situations that we've barely escaped by the hair of our backsides. Uh, I can't speak for everybody, um, well, but I think
2: a, a, a Z probably would not have hair on his backside, being reptilian. He
4: he can change, and I imagine some forms. I so like I was saying, it would be super intriguing to see a dragon's lair. Also, it would help like brain because you know we have information on the dragon as I'm, like, getting a notebook ready to start writing stuff down. <laughs> well, Z, I,
3: I look at Z. I
5: don't think it's worth it.
2: The decision it is away. not unanimous then, so do we go with majority <coughs> rules, or...?
4: I... this is more delicate than that. I understand if we collectively decide it'd be best for us to return to Brinshander. Let's go back. At at that, Altus kind of switches and was like, we must get back to Brinshander.
2: Okay. Uh, I'm going to make note of its course in case we need to know that later, but... That's all.
0: Okay, so um, after letting the dragon go and by the time the decision is actually made, the dragon is out of sight because <laughs> of the banks of snow on either side of the river, um, you all continue along. And by the time you reach uh, where the river opens up into Meredwalden, where you have Bremen on one side and Targos on the other, uh, it is well into darkness twilight hours having faded several hours ago, uh, as you come upon once more the ruined cities and the short trek back from Targos to Brinchander. As you reach Brynchander, you're just getting to the time of the night where the lights fly across the north once more. What are y'all doing?
2: Uh, I'd stay one more time. I'm sorry, Coulter. I was oh, talking sure. to chat. <laughs>
0: um, as, you, uh, as you reach the gates of Bryn oh, okay. uh, after the full day of travel, you are once again reaching the time where the lights fly across above you.
2: Should we report the dragon to the authorities? It didn't seem to be
4: a danger to Bryn but information is information. More and I mean, more, we go
5: about this. I realize we are the authorities. It helps let the locals know that there could be a dragon in the area and just to be prepared. Yes.
2: Yes. Right. We should also maybe try and gain more information about Yselm. Uh, maybe she was in town for some time, and somebody else interacted with her.
3: Yeah, or does anyone know where Hugo is, and if he's okay?
2: I assumed the two uh, the two investigations would overlap in that way.
4: We just need some some info. All right, so, um, so who would we speak going to? Now? Is there a local constable
2: or um, some kind of <laughs> Wizards Tower that uh, adventurers report to, or
4: uh, we re- we report to the Teat normally. The bar? (laughs) Indeed. The
3: the speaker of Bryn Shander, and there's a sheriff. They're probably the authority.
2: (laughs) I will follow you. (laughs) As he just kind of like
1: stands.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I go to the speaker's house. (laughs) No, the sheriff. Let's go to the sheriff.
0: Okay. Um, no, so, wait, the
3: speaker. I don't like to share. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so lucky you, uh, in Bryn um, the town hall would have both, um, the speaker's <laughs> office as well as, uh, as well as their jail and Sheriff's Markham's office. Um, by the time you arrive, uh, the building itself is fairly closed down. Um, unless you were planning on going to her home directly.
3: Well, I don't know if it's like a get up in the middle of the night kind of report. Yeah. Maybe we just leave her a note?
1: <laughs> yeah,
4: I would write her a detailed note with- uh,
3: Molly, Ma- Ma- can you draw a map?
4: <laughs> we can also just report in the morning.
3: Okay, that's fine too. <laughs>
2: I feel that any note or map I would leave would just lead to more questions. Most people don't seem to understand cartographies, the true arts.
4: Cartography.
3: So you're saying you're so good at drawing maps that nobody can read them? I can. (laughs) All right, I head to the Witch's tea.
2: <laughs> I okay. just find um, that usually when you, you know, uh, do maps by topography and, you know, distance between sky and horizon and whatnot, it gets a tad confusing. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> so leaving the darkened town hall of Bryn um heading down the main square back to the Witch's tea, just a few uh, yards away from Town Hall. Um, the place is alive. Um, people are, you know, celebrating after a hard day's work. People are starting to get their spirits back up after several days of combing through the wreckage. Um, all of the bodies in Bryn have now been put to rest. People are celebrating the lives of their family and friends, uh, and the ale is flowing quite heavily, uh, as most of the people that had been refugees in the witch's teat have found more permanent homes until more can be built. Uh, so everybody that's left behind are patrons um, or folks that are, you know, having uh, meal rations from Bryn Shander or the surrounding towns after a hard day's labor.
2: Yes. Um, Tempest, do you don't happen to know about any unoccupied caves within the walls of Bryn Shander, do you? I'll be Aww. much happier in a cave of some kind. This, this is intense.
3: We don't. God, we need to find somewhere to live. Oh, I wonder who's living in our place. Quill rented it out. I don't know. I don't want to disrupt anybody.
2: You are homeless.
3: What (laughs) what options in terms of housing are there for us, Coulter?
2: So
0: (laughs) right now because of the way that all of this is set, um, almost anywhere that you were to find large, lodging in the city is going to be several people to a room, um, just because people are mostly only traveling to the towns that you can get to within a day and get back for the safety of the numbers of Shander, Um Staying in the Witch's Teat may not be a bad option right now. Okay.
3: I think we're stuck staying here for a little bit until... Oh.
4: It, it wouldn't be the first time. It shall not be the last. And it is the best we can make of things.
3: I get drinks for everybody.
0: <laughs> uh, as you were ordering around, um, Tormund gives a grunt and a wink as he sets it down. Uh, and you can hear under his breath... Uh, it's on the house, as he shuffles away to get the next uh, order from the folks down from you. Uh, it is the
4: most bottom shelf of what you offer, but it is free. <laughs> it is free. Um, once I have my drink, I'd like to kind of make my rounds and do like not, not the cleric role, but check in with everybody, ask everybody's doing, and and just kind of touch base with with everybody, see if anyone has uh special grapes or special tales of something happy i don't know you know just check in with the townspeople
3: ask them uh, if they've seen hugo too <laughs> yeah
4: that uh, and casually slip in about hugo uh,
2: okay. tempest i believe this fruit juice has gone bad
3: oh i guess you wouldn't know what alcohol is you've read about that though right
2: Yes, alcohol. uh, It is useful for cleaning, uh, very flammable. um, uh, I know several properties of alcohol. Is that what this is? It smells yeasty, like bread that hasn't been cooked yet. Is this what
5: bread comes from?
3: It's Mm. beer, ale. you sure
5: a common ancestor, yes. It's liquid bread. Oh, well, in that case,
2: I mean, I, I do enjoy bread. The bread we've shared since I've been with you has been very, very kind to me.
3: So then (laughs) it'll probably make you feel better in this crowd.
2: (laughs) As you're having a sip and goes, oh my, oh my, that doesn't taste like bread at all. (laughs) (laughs) The more you drink it, the more it will.
0: As the two of you are having this conversation, um, there is a clank of stools moving noisily as through the crowd, pushing folks out of the way, Helen steps forward. Oh, you're back. I actually have news for all of you. Thank goodness you're here. And she's kind of slurring a little bit. The walking isn't totally smooth. And she reaches behind her and forcibly pulls forward uh, a male gnome in acolyte robes who is clearly from the garb from the House of the Morning Lord. He's got news. We might be able to end this whole damn thing. He's got news about what? And with that, we'll cut over to Altus. Um, As you are making your way around the Revelers, um, most people are more than happy to include you in their conversation. Um, Most people are uh, a few in by this point, having it be later in the evening. What you end up gathering is that the renovations are going well, um, especially with all of the towns working together. It's been so many years that they've all been rivals and fighting for one another and had uneasy alliances, that this common enemy and common tragedy has brought all of them under one umbrella of humanity striving in the wilderness and there's this kind of feeling of, of warmth bubbling out of that sadness as they tell you about the homes that they're trying to patch up if they haven't fallen, the new houses that they're building in the close by towns, um, the basically the world itself starting to come back out of the snow. I'm delighted and humbled to hear it. The... Uh, the first table that you talk to has at least six builders around it. Um, and after sharing it, uh, one of them takes your tankard and has a sip of it and spits it out and pulls their own jug from underneath the table, sets it down. Eh, this is going to be better than any of the swill torment serving up.
1: <laughs> Don't
3: mind if I do.
4: <laughs> and I do the same. Yeah. So,
0: Copper, tell him what you told me. And she (laughs) kind of pushes him in front of her uh, to speak with all of you. And he sort of is very jumpy. Uh, Well, um, I was uh, an assistant to... um, a very talented, if pig-headed, uh, artificer uh, who was working on uh, a tool that we thought might bring an end to all of this. But, um, well, we, we had a falling out about a 10 day ago and I I just kind of figured that eventually he'd, I don't know, give up and come apologize, but I, I haven't heard from him since and I'm beginning to worry that something may have happened. If, if he's, unable to finish this. I don't know of another hope for Ten Towns.
3: What was he working on?
0: Uh, it's... It's complicated, um, the, the inner machinations of the device, but uh, it, it would be um, a, a self-contained um, star of sorts. It would allow Uh, summer to return in a contained space, controlling um, the weather in a large area.
2: Uh, Malai puts a hand up. Uh, If you could describe it in non-layman terms, and then you can just give, like, (laughs) can I make like an arcana check or something to see if Malai understands the concept behind
1: it? Um, (laughs) As uh, an artificer.
0: (laughs) Well, it is um, a summer star is, uh, I suppose, the the proper term for it. Uh, it's several incantations woven together in order to amplify a control weather spell. Well, we were getting would... very close before, but it was it was months without progress.
2: Yes, but that could also lead to a, a blight as well. I mean, I mean, that, that's very dangerous magic that you're I'm toying with. Hmm.
0: Well, that is why we were being careful and why it is taking so long, but without Summer, nothing's growing up here anyways, so a blight wouldn't have terrible consequences. Well, I mean, so go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: So where'd you last see him? Uh,
0: there's a cabin that we've been working in in case of accidents to make sure that it wasn't uh, of a broader effect to any of the individual ten towns where we were experimenting. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's north of the Lonely Wood. But the attack happened not a day after I returned, and I'm... I don't think they would have gone that far out of their way, but I... There must be a reason that I haven't heard from him.
2: Well, as per mm-hmm. my observations, this is the uh, part of the conversation where we discuss payment.
0: i uh, I'm an acolyte. I, I have no money of my own, but um i'm I'm sure that the temple would be happy to grant services if if any become
2: necessary. All research indicates that religious institutions actually have much more money than they let the common folk know about. Is that not true?
5: I think we're also overlooking the fact that if this does work, then we've maybe found a way to counteract real's curse, and so maybe payment isn't quite the topic of discussion right now. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just trying to follow protocol. (laughs) Since when has that been our protocol?
3: That is, if you can even be trusted, we haven't been so lucky lately. Intimidate.
1: <laughs> Go ahead. Oh boy.
3: <laughs> 15.
0: Um, he, <laughs>
2: let me check for him real quick. He should be a disadvantage, he is very meek.
0: Um, he uh, startles and jumps as you accuse him, stepping forward with your much larger form and runs behind Pallin, uh, who, although she is also a smaller person, is much larger than him and completely obscures his form. <laughs> <laughs> the poor little thing's a wimp, I don't think
2: he poses a threat to anyone. To be fair, the last person who betrayed us also seemed to be quite meek.
0: Well, if he betrays you in the wilderness, you need to kill him on the road. I don't think anyone will notice (laughs) a little shriek from behind her.
2: I am quite adept at hiding things in the snow. I, uh, if,
0: if you'd like, if you'd like, before you go, you can. Uh, I'll, I'll accompany you to the house of the Morning Lord, and you can have sort of truth cast on me and ensure that everything that I am saying is entirely accurate. But I don't want to leave the walls of this town.
5: Can I get a wisdom saving throw from him?
1: Sure.
0: Uh, that is a 20. <laughs> well, never
2: mind then. He is a cleric.
3: (laughs) Well, I'm willing to give it a shot.
4: Sounds uh, sounds straightforward to
5: me.
3: Have you rested
5: since last the last battle?
3: What's Uh, that? Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear Hank. What Hank said?
5: Did, Did we rest since the last battle? Uh, not yet, yeah. no. Thanks. Okay. I don't think so. We
3: could just head oh. out in the morning.
0: Yeah. Thank uh, you so so much for for all of your help. I I don't want to say that this is the last hope as the Morning Lord always provides, but I am concerned if he fails. Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. Uh, As is protocol, um, I'm supposed to say something along these lines. Uh, um, If you betray us, we shall remove your eye sockets and attach them to your rectum.
0: Having poked his head out from behind Helene to say that last part, he jumps back behind her and is clutching onto the back of her robes.
1: You know how to
2: do that? (laughs) I've read several books on being an adventurer.
5: Oh, Oh, no, 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 no. We're not. We're not those kind of adventurers. And
4: then anything that we say that could be overly threatening, we usually just leave to Tempest. I like where your head's at. I like your spirit. Mm-hmm. You have goodwill behind it. So we'll to be clear, I, I
2: would be capable of doing that task. It would be simple with needle and thread.
5: Uh huh. But we don't do that.
3: Oh, I guess I, we I, found someone scarier than me.
2: Well, I'm just saying. I I, I thought it was. <laughs> It was commonplace. I I was following Tempest's lead.
4: I apologize.
3: I appreciate the backup.
4: (laughs) You're doing well.
3: Please do not ever sew my eye sockets to my rectum.
2: (laughs) I would never. No, I would never do that to anyone. It's just something you say to to suss out if someone is going to betray you, I thought. (laughs) Is this not...
3: I think it worked.
2: (laughs) If y'all
0: are done with the... uh preening and threatening and whatnot. I'm going to get the little lad of here a drink to calm him down. Then Helene-
1: I'll take one too! Forcibly,
0: forcibly turns him around and walks him over to an empty spot of the bar.
4: I follow um, and
3: get more. I everyone. follow
4: and help us <laughs> get everyone more. Uh, Malai, what are, your, uh, the answers you seek are at the bottom of of your mug.
2: He immediately pours his mug out onto the, <laughs> uh, the, the the countertop and then goes. This is just the bottom of a cup.
4: I
5: uh, And go on the head. Nice trick, you know. I
2: uh, honestly thank you because I didn't know if I could finish that. It was making me feel awful ill.
4: You get once you get past that awful ill point, everything just becomes
2: smooth. Worse. You're speaking of inebriation.
3: So yeah. you have heard of that kind of alcohol.
2: Well, I've read about inebriation. It always leads to terrible consequences.
4: No, it doesn't. I can dance so much better.
2: I started giggling. Terrible consequences. I do not want to dance. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Some say liquid courage. So, Z...
2: Uh, which books should I be reading for the type of venturers we are? Do you have reference material? Uh, is there a, um, uh, a bookshelf in this town
5: that I could uh, uh, peruse? Oh, it's, it's more we kind of learn who we are as we go. Yes, but I'm trying to
2: perform admirably at my new profession. Uh, so there must be an instruction manual or a, a reference to a story or some sort, yes.
3: We're hardly
2: professionals. Oh, so in the future, you should follow my lead as I have studied professionals
4: uh, in in this profession and that this is how things are done. Yes. If it weren't for my slight inebriation, I would be horribly offended at that statement. So jot that down.
2: Okay. He starts
5: jotting things down. (laughs) Still curious how Yeti's got all these books.
2: They would bring them to me. I don't know where they procured them. Um, there are several ruins on Kerr Koenig from uh, failed camps and uh, failed settlements.
5: Um uh, so you're reading adventuring advice by failed civilizations and f- people that died. That's
2: most of them are perfect. just novels, uh, like the the novels written about Tristort, and That's how I knew who he was. Hmm
0: if and when you all do choose to return to your home um several of uh several of your fallen comrades books are still there you know that most of what he had was destroyed uh when the dragon took out his home uh, but being the bookworm that he was there is always books kind of left in his wake
4: so Don't think I'd offer that up yet. No, (laughs) just for the future. Okay. Um,
0: And with that, so uh, what are you all doing the rest of the evening? (sighs) Drinking.
2: Uh, Trying not to drink, but keep being offered
4: alcohol. (laughs) Uh, Altus is drinking with his friends and family, having fun and trying to subtly get Malai to drink more um, and trying to think of ways to casually be cute and flirt with Tempest but shooting all of them down in his head before he does anything
5: I will I say- butt in on that and make a point that if Molly really does not want to drink that <laughs> Z would cut back on with um, all this like forcing him it wouldn't be forcible
4: obviously it would be subtle like hey you're try this. <laughs> wink, try wink. this one. Yeah. You know, your the second sip tastes better than the first and the third sip tastes better than the second.
2: Oh, um, uh, I've had four sips. That was not the case.
3: I'm going to get pretty drunk. And then at some point I want to go find some treble so oh. I don't I don't know if there if there's are there already opportunities for that? Like are there like fighting pits or oh, hey,
5: like DM, can we use some downtime days and fight Brightzilla? <laughs> what the um, hell? <laughs> Brightzilla
0: must die. I don't I don't know what the reference is. Um I don't I will, you know, I don't think this soon after um there would be fighting pits available, but yeah. I will definitely make a note to uh, to see when those are going to open up again for you.
3: Okay, we'll say I just went and checked and then came back and finished drinking again, or kept drinking.
2: Yeah. If you, you would like Tempest, that- I'm more than happy to uh, spar with you.
3: No, nah, you're too pretty.
2: <laughs> so, Malay Tempest has never believed you to lie to him until <laughs> that exact moment. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Tempest, you knew that there was another tavern that's close to uh, the walls on the outskirts. The Witch's Teat being a fairly reputable location since uh, you were there to keep it nice and calm for so many months uh, is much calmer. But over on that eastern wall, there was a place that used to have a fighting pit in the basement, a bar always suspiciously empty. But approaching it, in the dead of night, as the Northern Lights begin to fade away, uh, the bar itself is still barred up.
1: Oh, okay.
5: <sighs> All right. Tempest on the back. Someday it, we'll come back. Yeah, oh yeah. And
3: if there's any uh, anybody doing any funny business in the bar, you let me know. <laughs> I'm definitely eyeballing everybody. <laughs>
2: <laughs> as I'm as I'm walking around behind uh, Tempest uh, and seeing her agitated state, I was like, "What is it that you are seeking?
5: Release."
3: I don't answer.
2: <laughs> hmm. Hmm. This must be another side effect of inebriation. <laughs> As counts. the evening wears
0: on, um, you all having arrived kind of at the height of the the raucousness of it, with the last of the shifts returning from work and most of the people beginning to straggle on home, Tempest is able to break up one fight happening just outside of the bar itself as uh, two men begin to get into it over what they would have done if they would have faced the Shardland Dragon. <laughs> and after she sends one home, and the other to sleep in the hay bales behind the bar. Um, Tormund makes up cots for all of you in the storage room, which is kept warm by the fires of the kitchen.
2: who is is it a windowless room and like underground? <laughs> it is not underground, but it is a windowless stone room. Man, uh, I go to start making a fire. Warm. <laughs>
5: Unless
1: somebody stops me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be warm. Yeah.
5: You're going to make a fire in the storage room? No, 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 no. I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. No, no. Oh, but it's like home. Well, we can...
3: This home is flammable.
5: Altus can sit on the ground oh. and like, wave his arms around and pop and sizzle like a fire for you, but we're not going to make one.
3: <laughs> he should do that.
5: I would enjoy that immensely. Thank you, Altus. <laughs> well, it...
4: Really? Yeah. really? it, it would make you me said feel He said he didn't dance. Okay. okay.
3: You should dance.
4: I finish my drink. I go sit down in the middle of the room. Cross-legged of course. <laughs> and Just cross applesauce. Yes. Uh, I cast oh, hold on. I have I have a cantrip for this. Oh. No, I think you
2: should make a performance check and then act it out as Jake. I think that's what <laughs>
4: happened. I don't and know if we're going to get that.
2: I believe if we got bits on the uh, the Twitch stream, we could probably get him to pretend to be a fire. Right, Twitch stream? Oh, God.
4: <laughs> I think we're okay
0: without that, but we appreciate the suggestion.
2: Jake, what cantrip were you going to
4: cast? Uh, I hold my mug in the air as I sit crisscross applesauce. I cast light on it, and I just kind of wave my hand above it and try to mimic this, the look of flames against the wall, and I just... Give me a performance check, Altus. <laughs> Ask me what the top three checks I never thought I would have to check okay. as a cleric. <laughs> uh,
2: what are the top three checks you would never think you would never have to make as a cleric? Uh,
4: performance, performance, and athletics. That's a 13. No, wait, that's a 14 after mods. So. The fire begins
0: off um, a little drunk. Uh, The flames kind of going in odd directions, but as you get the rhythm of it, you are able to shadow on the wall into your crackling and popping flames. And tell me again, what cantrip was that? (laughs) It was just light coming from inside the cup.
2: I like it, I like it. I curl up near the fire and uh, (laughs) sigh myself (laughs) to sleep.
3: Now you're going to have to do that every night.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, what have I done? I hope we can find Hugo tomorrow. I am starting to get concerned. We'll find him. All right? So
0: as you all get a, a long night's rest, for once not having to worry about keeping watch or the chill of the ice around you. You're right. All right. <laughs> uh, You're all able to get your complete rest. Um, Tempest's exhaustion from the night before is uh, removed and Tormund wakes you up at the beginning of twilight the next day when he comes to open the tavern.
1: Uh, uh. Oh. God, were you morning, always this ugly?
0: he begrudgingly holds out a pail of water and four cups
3: oh you're so beautiful
0: (laughs) don't make a habit of it And turns to walk away and begin for the porridge
5: for the porridge what Torman
0: heads out to begin the fires in the kitchen for the porridge. Um, oh. I thought you were
5: like, you know, for Narnia, for porridge. <laughs>
1: like what?
5: No. Um I guess I'll make sure everyone gets up and we clean up any mess we may have made so we're not intruding on the entry and impeding his duties. <laughs>
0: Tormund will appreciate that. now that he's down a hand at the tavern.
3: <laughs> he still hasn't hired anybody. <laughs> I'm Not irreplaceable. Yet.
5: No, it's true. The left, to the left.
4: Might be there looking for jobs. I. The next time I go, I make my rounds. I'm gonna put out feelers for uh, a bar help for Torment. Um.
3: I get the dogs as- fed and get them going. By the way.
2: I start enchanting uh, Helena's weapon, Jake's weapon, and then I hand you a ring, Z.
5: Okay. I stare at it and then stare at you.
2: Oh, uh, um, uh, once per day, it should uh, 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 restore your magical reserves. Uh, If I were to um, quantify it, I would say anything up to like a third uh, tier um, magical effect could probably be refueled by it. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, while wearing that ring, you can recover one expended spell slot of third level or lower.
5: Do I have to do a two to this? Uh,
2: I believe so. Okay. Excellent. It actually doesn't say, so I'm not sure without
5: getting out my book book. <laughs> Um, I would assume probably based on that. <sighs> yeah,
0: we'll, well say attune for cool. now, and then if you find otherwise, when we get there, we can adjust it. Sweet.
2: Well, because it's just on my D&D Beyond, usually when I have to attune to it, it shows up on my items requiring attunement list because mm-hmm. it's in my inventory and it doesn't show up there. So I don't think so.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> cool. cool, I'm fine with that then. All right. So well, coming. Thank you.
2: You're welcome, of course. (laughs) Trying to make myself useful, as it were.
3: (laughs) Very nice.
2: (laughs) Excellent.
0: Flynn is helping Tormund around the kitchen, um, kind of moving, you know, bowls and things for him and and getting the last of the tankards that were left over from last night cleared around. The hell are you all still doing here? It's,
2: It's nearly half past twilight. Well, Ugh. I'm not as familiar uh, uh, with you as the rest of them, but we have been, um, at least for myself, sleeping in a small cold stone cell for several months. Uh, so it was kind of nice to sleep somewhere that wasn't awful um, for at least a minute.
0: Well, while I am happy for all of you, and while I have faith that whatever decision you made was the right one, people that saved the world should be good and on their way.
3: Did we ask you if you saw Hugo?
0: (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah. Firefella.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: Two two nights ago or so, when y'all returned uh, the first time, he was uh, drinking with a lady uh, with a a wolf cloak and antler sticking out of it. Yes. They left a while afterwards, and uh, I I haven't seen him since then. Hmm.
3: She killed him! Damn! (sighs) She
5: didn't need to keep a watch out for her. uh, Not her, but him, please. No, we killed her.
2: Oh,
0: well, uh, I suppose
2: that's good if she's a murderer. And then we threw her head inside of an urn.
0: All right, well, far be it from me to question your methods. And she <laughs> turns back to what she was doing.
5: <laughs> to be honest, it was to like, solve a puzzle. I'm gonna like slip her a gold piece. <laughs> <laughs> like, just for dealing with us.
0: <laughs> uh, Tarman, I, I don't know if the kettle's on loud enough. You might want to turn up the... <laughs> she turns it up until you get the, the loud whistling sound coming out. <laughs> it was great seeing all of you. <laughs> Oh, uh, gold, when you get back for the um, armors. Oh, uh,
5: yeah, we'll find you. Armors? We sold a lot of... Uh, she's a front man. What's the word? Fence? She, yeah, she's kind of a fence for us.
3: <laughs> All right.
5: <laughs> All right, where are
0: y'all heading? All heading
3: do we get detailed instructions where that cabin was or
1: do we need north to talk to North of Lonelywood.
0: That yeah, no, just that it was north of Lonelywood. Y'all kind of um, scared Copper into shock and sent him uh, being given drinks by Lynn.
1: <laughs> so do uh, we, we need to also need talk to stop him? by
0: town hall?
3: Yeah, but do uh, we need to talk move. to him to get instru- better directions? Well, yeah, you yeah, probably he would
0: he need to get a map from him.
4: Okay. Wasn't he coming with
3: us? No, he didn't no, want to he leave. he said he
2: desperately did not want to do that. Okay.
3: All right. Well, he wasn't in the teat. Would we know where he would be? Or do we need to go ask Hullen?
0: Um, he is an ac- acolyte of the House of the Morning Lord.
2: So that would be a reasonable
0: go place.
3: There. Okay. All right. Town Hall and then that place.
2: And then, Coulter, as we move through town, I look for anyone arguing. And if I see them arguing, I mimic what Tempest did last night with the two drunken folks, <laughs> if it happens. But okay. I is trying to see people arguing so we can break up the fight. <laughs> <tempest> <laughs> <is>. <laughs> All
0: right. Oh. There are, with it being a, kind of now back into work hours, um, there are a lot of people working on the buildings that were destroyed here, uh, people coming and going through the gates of the town, but everyone seems a little bit too busy to have gotten into a squabble yet. So are you heading to the House of the Morning Lord first or to the uh, the town hall first?
1: Whichever's hall first.
0: Out of the way, right? Yeah, town hall is closer. Sure, um, town hall. So, so the town hall is bustling as well with people coming in and out, um, getting ledgers for supplies, um, folks getting tools and uh, passing off letters and instructions. Um, the speaker is currently sitting behind her desk, uh, having a meeting with several builders as they begin to work forward, uh, continuing to fix the Ten Towns.
3: Do we see the sheriff?
0: Um, He is in his office.
1: So
3: I I go in there. Okay. Go to there.
0: (sighs) Our favorite heroes how can i help you all this
2: morning
3: we just want to let you know we saw a white dragon yesterday it was heading southeast towards the spine of the world i don't know if there's any reason to worry we just wanted you to know also there might be a missing possibly murdered person hugo whistleblower this <laughs> hugo
2: thistle weaver, <laughs> thistle weaver. Uh, um,
3: and then i describe you salm and like what this story about that so he knows
0: i don't know uh when i'll be able to start on that but i will uh, mm. add his name to the list of those that are missing mm. and he mm. flips open this uh, large ledger book that is full from top to bottom with names and scrolls through the list several times to find a blank spot um and takes down your description of the Fire Genasi.
3: Are those just Bryn Shander names?
0: Um, these are uh, all of the 10 towns. There's not many of the speakers that have made it out alive. Most are staying in their towns if they have. So we're kind of a base of operations at this point.
3: Well, thank you for taking the report.
0: Of course. Thank you for letting us know about the uh, the dragon. I'm not sure exactly what I'll be able to do, but I'll see if I can put some extra watchmen to the to the
2: southeast of the uh, the walls. If the path was common, it would uh, be best to watch from uh, the south and the western sides of town. Those would be the easiest to see him. But he was far outside of uh, Brinshander's range. If that is a common pattern for him.
0: I haven't heard of reports of a white dragon approaching the town in my career, but if that has changed, this would likely be the time for it.
2: How big was he, Coulter? Like, if I had Uh, to gauge? You could
0: guess adult, um, but with the distance, even though you still had a really good nature check and a good perception check, the distance just made it difficult to tell.
2: No, I was just making sure, like, it wasn't like a baby or something like that. No. All right, well, we made our report and uh, uh, we've asked you to look for our friend, even though you did not seem terribly interested, even though he went missing after the current crisis. But
3: well, I he's got a lot of people to look for. Hmm.
2: Markham closes the ledger
0: and scoots it aside on the desk. Did you have any other business before I set the watchman?
3: Nope. good. I start shoving him out. (laughs) Ugh. Okay. House of the Morning Lord.
2: I'm just saying he could at least pretend to care. That's all I'm asking. I'm not saying that he has to care.
3: Well, he probably lost half his family or even worse.
2: Well, I understand that, but I'm just saying Hugo is, is currently missing. He could still be saved. Most of the others are probably, I mean, it's been days for them. <laughs>
3: Hugo has got it way better than all those other names on the list because he's got us looking for him. And if he's alive, true. we're going to find him. That is. And if he's been murdered, we already took care of the vengeance. So let's go.
0: <laughs> Copper is pacing, waiting for all of you outside of the House of the Morning Lord, <laughs> um, kind of quietly mumbling to himself as he goes back and forth in front of the gates, Oh, you did come. Helene said that all of you were very trustworthy and reliable, but you, things are uh, a little odd, so you never quite know what what to expect. Um, I have uh, a map, um, and I was uh, I'm available if you had any other questions for me. Um,
2: this map does not include average temperatures.
0: Well, it is uh, cold here and it is cold there. Uh, it is roughly the same amount of cold until it gets dark when it is colder.
2: I'm going to take uh, his map and scroll it into my much more accurate map.
3: <laughs> so you last heard from him 10 days ago when you guys had this fight?
0: Uh, yes, that that is when I returned to 10 towns. I, I wanted to... Um, i don't know forlay any further uh, aggravation so I, I left in the night while he was sleeping
3: okay and if he's not at the cabin is there somewhere else he would likely be
0: here if he's not at the cabin i, I he would either be here or um, some darker fate
1: what does he look him. like
0: um Well, he's a gnome, um, much like me, uh, uh, gray hair, um, as opposed to to mine, Uh, he's about uh, yay tall, and he holds his hand just slightly above his own head, Um, slightly portly,
3: uh, friar type. And do you have any idea who would have done something to him if that's what happened?
0: Not many people knew that we were out there. Um, I suppose if there are agents of the Frostmaiden walking among us, like, people have claimed it's possible that she didn't like someone trying to uh, waylay her plans, but with the protection of the Morning Lord, he shouldn't have had any problems with her.
2: Does the Morning Lord protect the entire town?
0: No, but I just have to believe that with the work that he was doing, it was particularly important that he be protected for the sake of the entire town.
2: Does the morning Lord protect from uh, wild animal attacks and such? Because it's very likely that if he's just out in the middle of nowhere, that he would be eaten by wild animals.
0: I mean, it's... Uh, it, uh, yeah, uh, I, I've heard legends of... Such things happening b- before? Uh, well, <laughs> he starts to mumble again, trying to remember specific passages in the Morning Lord's scripture that might directly relate to being protected from wild animals. And it sent him on this tangent where he starts to pace again. Well, If you look at, it's similar just- to...
2: I find that I prefer your brand of religion to this man's.
1: So he has a Thank flask
5: you. out at this point, and is slowly. Um, now, noodles
3: <laughs> <friend>. shrinking already? <laughs> okay.
5: With this going on, yeah.
3: Let's go. I just sure walking away.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Depending on how long
0: it continues, we may have to have a roll for that. <laughs> All right, hey, so <laughs> back to our, uh, our world map here. The spot of the cabin is listed here. So north of Lonelywood, following yeah. the river further. Northeast really, but
2: yeah.
3: So should we take the river again?
2: Well, it would make most sense to follow the road to Lonely Wood and then take the river. Okay. As Mayor Duelden isn't usually fully frozen over. We could- Sounds good map guy. (laughs) We could skirt the outside uh, of the the wood in between the lake. Uh, That would be the most direct route so we don't get lost. Uh, The other route would involve too much open tundra.
4: So handy having a druid amongst us. I'm not a druid, sir. So you said we take the road to Lonelywood and then the river from there? Yes,
2: so we'll take the same road we took to Targos and then go from there. All right. All right. Yeah! Uh, All right, so... Coulter, as we'll be traveling, I'm going to use the stealth configuration for my armor, just so you know.
3: Which, and okay. should we take our axe beaks, or are we just doing the dogs?
2: We should probably take both, just so it's less on the dogs, but...
3: Okay, so, I just wanted you know. to mention, yeah. we didn't mention them.
0: Okay, so axe beaks and dogs, then.
1: Sure.
2: Okay. Excellent. Someone bought and paid for these, who is now dead, so I feel like <laughs> we should
1: use them. I like
4: that. <laughs> I, you know what, the axe beaks now are not all of the originals, but they're still great axe beaks. <sighs>
1: Family.
4: Uh, the one I ride now, I named Chopper instead of Porkchop. Oh. You man.
3: renamed it, or you, you got a, renamed, new named, a new one? Tranquil.
2: <laughs>
0: Wait, you got
2: a new one?
3: Porkchop was,
0: was killed in the red waters because he remember he fell into the lake. Yeah, so I just assumed you were using
4: Tranquil's axe beak. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, three, the three
3: that are still alive.
4: Okay, <laughs> never mind then. I thought we had way less axe beaks than that. I thought we were down to like two out of four. No, we had, five, <laughs> we had five and then we lost two. Okay, so we did lose two. I'm just crazy. Okay.
3: Yeah, one was grabbed by the land shark.
0: Right. So who is on an axe beak and who is driving
5: the sled? I'll be on an axe beak.
3: I'll well, be on required the, sled.
5: To drive the sled. You're on the sled?
3: I mean, yeah, I can do the sleds, and you three okay, can be yeah. on the beaks.
5: Right, okay. Cool. Beaking so, it up. The dog's like a oh. uh,
2: tempest best.
3: But so. I don't want to lead because I'm not the survival person.
2: <laughs> I can, if you would like. What's your survival? Plus five.
5: Sweet.
0: So the path for most of this is pretty clear as it is like the actual road between the towns. Um, It takes about an hour to get from Bryn to Targos, just as regular. Um, Targos uh, has started to rebuild, but something seems a little bit off. Um, You're leaving right after maybe a half an hour into the twilight. Uh, So, you know, halfway through the twilight by the time you get to Targos. um, And there's so many fewer people within the walls than a population that size would really account for. Uh, Heading on the road up from Targos towards Tourmaline. uh, This town is one of the ones that actually hasn't had too many of their uh, buildings destroyed. Um, The you can see the entrance to the mines that are presently closed up. Um, and though a few of the buildings were torn down, uh, many of them are up and people are coming in and out of them as this seems to be uh, sort of a northern base of operations, um, much smaller than Bryn but where people are gathering as far as uh, taking supplies to and from. Um, shorter distance still up to Lonelywood. Wood, uh, where nothing stands. The entirety of the town is leveled up to scorch marks on the edge of the tree line that marks it separate.
5: Um, Z's gonna break off and go run towards the forest. Z, we
3: should not separate. Uh, (laughs) uh, I follow him.
5: (laughs) Um, Do I like in the forest or is there like a sign of anyone like hiding in the forest, anything? Um, Give me, give me an investigation. Like he's looking to see if there's like anything left.
1: Uh,
5: 14. Okay,
0: Um, so once you are out of the immediate tree line, that edges the town, there's clear signs of large groups of people having been here. There's uh, spaces left over from small campsites, um, leftover cloth and food scraps. Uh, It appears that a large grouping had been in the forest within the last week.
5: So I can infer that they hid in the forest and that people are okay? You could infer that, yeah, I mean, there
0: was definitely somebody okay. here. If it wasn't the citizens of Lonelywood, I'm not sure who it would be. Okay, but that was
5: pre-Dragon, or like around the time of the Dragon. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, and you did see banners of Lonelywood
0: in Brinchander.
5: Okay. So, okay. Cool. There were people. Okay. Um, let's see, is going to go over to a particularly old, gnarled tree. Somewhere in the middle of the forest, and touch it reverently, and then get back on his axe beak and head out. Okay. As you, <laughs>
3: did something important happened at that tree.
5: I don't know. Do you ask that?
3: <laughs> yeah, like, as you walk by, like...
5: at <laughs> Um, that was. Remember how I said I spent time in other towns sometimes.
3: Yeah. Working.
5: Um, this Lonelywood was one of my towns and that was my, that was my little hideout when I didn't want to work. So I'm happy that it's still there and I'm happy that it looks like some of my friends may have survived.
3: Yeah. This is a fine place to rebuild.
0: As you all leave that tree line, having left that mark, there is, um, Z, a warmth spreading from the amulet on your chest.
5: Oh, she's happy. <laughs>
0: uh,
3: I totally forgot to talk about your vision in my recap. I'm so sorry. Okay. It's
0: okay.
3: <laughs> I wrote about
1: it. It's all good.
0: <laughs> As you all uh, head further north along the tree line and the parts of Maredwalden that are not quite frozen over. Uh, within another few hours, as the end of the twilight is now gone and a few hours into the night has begun, meaning roughly 4 p.m., um, you (laughs) reach the other side of Dwalden where the water freezes over into the river once more.
3: I say we keep moving.
2: Okay. It would be pointless to camp before we reached the camp of this man. (laughs) Can I get a survival check from whoever's in the lead? I believe we decided I was doing that, correct? I think so, yeah. 17. Okay. Um,
0: You do not lose your way. I mean, obviously the river is going to keep you centered and grounded, much like you saw before with the embankments on either side, making it very clear. Um, But this check was mainly to see if you know where to stop on the river to not overshoot or undershoot your goal. Within another two or three hours of traveling, you do find a spot where the river narrows um, and it appears that at one point there may have been a dock here, though all that remains is a few uh, pieces of wood sticking out of the ground. Embarking from there, it's a very short journey from the side of the river Till you reach...
5: A new map!
1: (laughs) Ah! It's so pretty! (laughs) Um,
3: Something's going on in there.
0: (laughs) Perched on the edge of a snowy ridge above a gorge is a black lodge on wooden stilts. Whatever path might have led to this ramshackle retreat lies buried under snow. Icy steps climb to a snow covered walkway that clings to the south side of the structure. The building's slumped posture and snagging, sagging snow covered roof, coupled with the broken windows and loose flapping shutters, suggest utter abandonment. Large snowdrifts huddle around the rotting stilts and engulf a nearby woodshed and outhouse. Only the wind visits this sinister place. <laughs>
3: Investigating the scene. Is there any signs of a struggle or, or living someone that lives here?
0: Go ahead. Uh, give me an investigation. Ooh, not bad. Investigation is a
1: fifteen.
0: Okay, so you don't see any immediate signs of a struggle. There are no footprints coming to or from what appears to be the entrance to the building itself. Um, but you do quickly see that it appears that all of the windows are shattered and much of the destruction um, of the pathways and whatnot centers around where
2: the windows were. And is there light coming from within? No.
5: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna move here.
2: The shattered windows, Coulter. Did they shatter outward or inward?
5: Um, go ahead and roll an investigation check as well. <laughs> I'm doing detect thoughts. Okay, so thirty feet. Sixteen. Uh, they appear to blow outwards,
0: um, and to uh, to Z, you don't sense any life. Okay.
2: Well, it seems whatever happened or whatever he was experimenting with took umbrage with the experimentation. I doubt we're going to find anything good inside. I mean that it exploded.
3: <laughs> the morning star?
2: Whatever he was working on, that it, it seems there was for all the windows to be shattered outwards, as it were. Oh, is those stairs? They are 20
3: feet. (laughs) I would say I head up to where I can see in the windows or find a door.
5: Oh, oh, okay. Before the tempest goes by it. Bombardier want a blessing on you.
3: Thanks. What
5: is the blessing do? (laughs) It's the same as last time. It's the advantage on uh, the next initiative roll.
1: Oh, okay. Cool.
5: So Tempest, there is a
0: window here where you can kind of see like a divot in the the darkness there. Um, There. And then the white spots are where there are two
2: doors. Tempest, if you do not mind, I would like to uh, uh, set up a magical sight before we enter. It'll take me just a few minutes.
3: Okay, I just kind of peek in the window while I wait for him to do that.
2: What are you doing? I'm going to ritually cast Detect Magic.
0: Okay, Tempest. Within the window of this room, frost covers every surface of an abandoned workshop.
1: Bummer.
5: How dark is it inside? Um, it's
0: very dark. I mean, it's it's nighttime. Uh, the or it's nighttime in down um, and the uh, the aurora has not begun yet
5: so okay um light
2: would not be remiss uh, altus z are you um, capable of such a feat
5: z closes his eyes and whispers i don't know what and, like, a purple fog goes around everyone, and now everyone has dark vision up to 300 feet.
1: Ooh la la. Oh,
4: I, uh, <laughs> I, I put so my hand <laughs> on Malai's shoulder, casting light on the armor, so now he is a beacon of light. So now it's super bright. It's like, oh god,
1: <laughs>
0: super super bright. Double double darkness protection here. <laughs> all right. So what are you all doing next?
1: Kick in
3: the door.
0: Okay. Um. Entering this workshop, uh, like I said, frost covered, some snow having blown in through the windows themselves. Uh, there is a workbench in the center of the room with a turned over chair underneath it, and then shelving along the uh, upper wall of the room with um, several items kind of strewn about, some knocked over,
2: some knocked off.
1: Okay. Does is, it look- is
2: there, is there another door over here or is this just open? Uh, No, I
0: apologize. I'll reveal that. It's just a wall.
3: (laughs) It's just a wall. Does anybody want to do like an intelligence? Like, does it look like something's missing? Like something's been stolen?
2: Uh, With detect magic. And then do you want me to make an investigation or economy?
0: Investigation. Seven. Seven? seven.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: with a plus four, I got a step <laughs>
1: um,
0: Yeah, it is impossible to tell if something is missing just from how um, like, disheveled the room itself is. Um, as you are trying to discover that uh, a squirrel skitters across one of the shelves, knocking over a beaker that shatters on the ground, uh, and makes its way into a hole in the wall.
1: He was so attacked the by the wild square animals. Goes... <laughs> okay.
4: Don't think it was a small animal that did it. That did You've this. never seen a large number of small animals <laughs> take out a corpse, have you? No, I haven't. And sometimes I worry about the things you had seen. Me as well.
3: I head back outside and anyway. uh, go look in the next window I see.
0: Okay. So from here, you can see. Oops.
2: I didn't mean to step through the wall there. My
0: bad.
3: Oh, weird that you
1: could do that. <laughs> All right.
2: Um, you can
0: from the window, you can tell that this room has lingering smells of burnt wood and flesh.
1: Oh, gosh, awesome. as
0: well as the faint odor
2: of wine. Okay, hmm. um, I Coulter. jump over that. Okay, go to the next. Oh, door. Tempest, uh, a moment. Uh, I'm okay. gonna take out three strips of cloth, uh, and uh, enchant each one of them to smell of roses, okay. and then give one to everyone to put around their nose. And I just put my visor down. (laughs) Oh, lovely. Fancy. Yeah, magical tinkering is (laughs) cool.
3: I start start rubbing it on me. (laughs)
2: No, 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 you just wear it. You just wear it. Oh, it's a magical.
3: (laughs) Kick in the door. Okay.
0: (laughs) Snow has fallen through holes in the roof. Uh, Then been pushed into corners by stiff winds blowing through broken windows. The walls and furniture are scorched black, including a table with the charred remains of a book on it. Next to the table, on the floor, amid several broken wine bottles, is a mostly incinerated skeleton (sighs) and a round frost-covered object about six
5: inches in diameter. Um. Can I Gosh. observe the frost-covered object? Can I grab the book? <laughs> grab the book? Okay. Um, so what are you
4: doing with the book? Uh, I've, I'm first going to see what language it is, <laughs> if it's something I read. Okay, so slipping
0: through the book itself, uh, nothing remains of the tome except ashes and a badly burned spine, upon which the characters can discern the letters ether. It's obvious that these letters were part of a much longer title, which happens to be something else. Characters can find another thing, because I read too far.
1: Yes?
2: (laughs) Uh, Can I cast mending on the book?
0: This is probably beyond what a mending spell could do, like a fully incinerated book. Um, You can go ahead and try, though. Well, I mean, you just said it wouldn't do
4: anything. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, can I, I, like, cast mending across the spine to try to get more of what the title was? Sure, yeah. Maybe, like, uh, wipe the soot away better. I I don't know, just mending on the spine just to see what it says. Yeah, that is a, that's
0: that's what I meant by it. Uh, it could do something though. <laughs> um, the uh, the title across the spine as you cast the mending and it kind of removes some of the burn and some of the soot is magical
2: wonders of Netheril. And I just looked up mending. It can only repair a single break or tear in an object. So we it just got the spine.
4: Lots of mending.
3: I kick in this door.
2: <laughs> um, Tempest, I appreciate okay. the enthusiasm, but uh, until we're sure what killed this man, we may want to stop kicking in doors.
3: I already did it. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the scent of
0: wine fills this room, which contains four frost-covered barrels.
3: Man, these gnomes like to drink.
4: So
1: that's I move all that to come the caged barrels. Door.
4: Just, just, just do it gently, Tempest. Just gently. Wait. Should we load up the wine <laughs> barrels first? What? <laughs> I'm just trying to think long term here.
2: <laughs> uh, Coulter, is there anything pinging off my detect magic, which is still uh, active?
0: Um, there is an aura from the frost-covered object that Z is currently
2: examining. Z, be very careful. That thing is definitely magical.
5: I figured. I'm
2: going to move over to it and can I inspect it at all?
0: Um, what are you both doing to inspect it? Because I know Zee was there first. What were you doing?
5: I'm not touching it. I'm looking at it, I'm like uh, staring at it, but up okay. close. Staring at it.
2: I would like to use Detect Magic and my skills to try and determine its purpose.
0: Um, Okay, Uh, so with that you see a weak residual aura of transmutation magic surrounding it.
2: Okay. Is there any chance I can make an arcana check on it since it is a magical item? Uh,
0: I mean, you can make the arcana check, but in its current state, that's what that's gonna find really. Um, Go ahead and make the check
2: okay. Um, <laughs> that is a 27. Um, so, uh, <laughs> uh,
0: without touching the item, you can see on the outsides as the frost is kind of covering most of them. Um, there are two bands of some sort of metal material um, that are almost set up like a gyroscope So they're overlapping around some sort of um, crystalline object in the center, and they both have runes written across them.
2: Uh, Are the runes in a particular
0: language or? Um,
2: Or just magical runes? They're just magical runes. Mm. And it's covered in frost, which is obscuring most of the stuff, right? Yes. Um, Altus. Yes. Uh, I believe this is a fireplace over here. Could you get a fire going?
4: Oh, that does sound lovely. I uh, walk over to the fireplace and I search through my spells to see what I can cast.
5: (laughs) The fake sneezes and throws a firebolt.
0: (laughs) Tempest, were you going to open this door or were you with them?
3: I'll open it gently. Okay.
0: All right, this room is a laboratory.
3: Um, It's for the smart people. I move along. (laughs) The room (laughs)
0: contains a fireplace and two empty bookcases tacked to the walls and strewn across the floor are frost-covered blueprints. Face down on the floor next to one of the blueprints is a tiny man made of clay.
3: I go to this other area. Oh, it's a hall. And gently open this door
0: <laughs> to the uh, to the south or the north.
3: To the north, yeah, oh, that
0: first one. Oh, the one you're standing in front of. Hello.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs>
0: um, a stiff wind blows through the broken window in the east wall, causing tattered gray curtains to billow and flap like angry ghosts. Snow covers a bed and much of the surrounding floor.
3: Oh, this whole place got frosted. All right, last door.
0: Uh, As you were going to that door, Z, once you cast the firebolt into the fireplace, you feel this cold breath come across the back of your neck as an indiscernible whisper crosses your ear and then fades away. Oh, detect thoughts again. All right. This room, uh, wooden planks have been nailed over the broken window of this room to hold out the wind. Furnishing, including a saggy double bed and a bookcase containing some folded clothes, a few blank sheets of parchment and a set of calligrapher supplies next to the bookcase is a soot-stained hearth wherein a scroll lies amid the ashes.
1: Mm. I
3: grabbed that. All right.
0: What are the rest of you doing in the main room while she's doing that?
4: Uh, um, as, go ahead. As Z uh, throws the firebolt into the fireplace, I snap two and I cast Dalmaturgy to turn the flames different colors because <laughs> I don't want Z to have all the credit. So I turn them purple. Actually, uh, actually Altus, if you could turn it red, red
2: light is uh, particularly good for determining anomalies in uh, things.
0: Or an eerie purple light fills the room as you're having this discussion. <laughs> well,
5: wouldn't purple be even better then because it's blue and red together?
1: <gasps> Ooh.
2: Not 100% sure of the effect of purple luminescence. It does not occur in nature.
5: <laughs> but it does now. What is that thing you have, Z? Um, You mean the thing that's on the floor that I specifically have not touched because I'm scared of it? I thought it was on the
2: table, correct?
5: I it was on the floor. Uh, That
2: is an
0: excellent question. I thought Uh, it was on the floor. It is on the table.
2: All right. Uh, Z, if you will assist me, let's move the table closer to the fire so the the object can uh, thaw, as it were. Okay.
0: Tempest, do you look at the scroll at all or do you just pick it up?
3: Uh, no, I just pick it up. I'm going to bring it back to the guys. I, I'm not, I don't care about it. <laughs> I, fig- okay. I figure maybe they care, but I don't care.
0: <laughs> all right. So you all are moving the table from where it is over to the fire?
2: Just so it can warm up the object, whatever it is.
0: Okay. Um, whoever is, who's actually doing the moving? Uh, me, uh, and Z. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I just get a
4: straight dexterity check? No, no you can't.
1: <gasps> what does <No>. it mean? <laughs>
4: <laughs> we're staging a coup against coulter Everybody's it's gonna just roll, roll off the note. table that's what's gonna have to catch it oh jesus
2: 15 15 i only have i think i have like a minus one to that roll so i was very nervous <laughs> z
0: 14 you're oh cool okay um yeah, it does roll back and forth on the table and at one point rolls almost to the edge, but you both manage to write it before whatever it is falls off Ooh. onto the floor. Ooh. All right, so it sits before the fire as Tempest returns to the room.
2: All right, so in proper scientific inquiry, we should try and secure as many of these windows as possible, and then tomorrow we can uh, continue to uh, observe the object. Tomorrow? 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 Yes, we need to give it time to defrost. frost and I would like to have a different tool set um, if it's at all possible.
3: I mean, we should probably rest before we head back. Hey, I found this, is it magic?
2: It seems to be a scroll. Can I determine its function?
0: Um, if she, I mean, if you open it, it is a letter.
1: Oh. Yeah. <laughs>
0: in what language? <laughs> uh, it is in common. <laughs>
3: Oh. oh, I could have even read it, but you read it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Macraeus. I have had enough of this damned, relentless cold. I feel it creep into my bones, my head, my heart. I'm heading back to Ten Towns for a decent meal and a warm bed. I fear this endless winter has numbed your mind and any tinkerer worth their chains can see the summer star as a fool's errand. Maybe without me here to incessantly complain to you, you'll finally snap out of your obsession. If you truly insist on dedicating your remaining days to this doomed project, might I suggest that three is better than two. I considered telling you before, but you were particularly rude about dinner I made last night. May the light of the Morning Lord protect you, Copper. Oh, Copper's gonna
3: be... Wait a minute. He made it sound like this was going to succeed. Now we say it's fools, Aaron.
2: Well, he did send us out here because he was worried that he had done something that would cause him. To become a charred skeleton on the floor of a cabin.
3: He also made it sound like the summer star was a thing that could actually be built, though.
2: Well, I mean, in theory, I mean, the the, the theories behind it are correct, but. Uh, the actual information. It, it, it's kind of like uh, trying to create an object that makes things float. Uh, it seems like it would be simple in theory, but actually building it would be quite complex.
3: Well, at least we know what happened to him.
2: Altus, if you want to assist me in repairing the windows. Sure. Let's do it. Uh, do any of you go have any outside. medical training?
4: Mm-hmm. No, why do you ask?
2: Well, it might behoove us to figure out exactly what happened to the charred skeleton. So while you see to the windows, I'll examine the body.
4: Oh, it went from help me with the windows to while you do the windows. Well, I assumed <laughs> that you had more medical knowledge than I do. If you do not, then... <laughs> Uh I I say I I can do something here and I walk over and I bend down to the skeleton and I cast gentle repose.
2: Oh, oh hey dad. Altus, do you still have that spell we used
4: on the head? Yeah. After doing that, there's no way Altus would go a day without having that <laughs> prepared. <laughs> what
3: spell is that?
4: Speak with bed,
3: talk to a skeleton.
4: Yeah, as long as we have the corpse and it's less than 10 days old.
3: Okay, I'm just gonna be outside patrolling just so everyone knows. Okay,
4: perfect. I'll go about fixing the windows while Jake talks to the corpse. Perfect. If our DM says so,
0: go ahead and give me uh, an arcana check.
4: There's a the nat 20. Um, the spirit has left the body. Okay. spirit has left the body.
3: Because there is no body.
4: So it's more than 10 days old. <gasps> Did
1: that,
4: is that kill him? Is that how that works? I'm guessing that's what... Uh, I can't like directly ask because that would just be meta.
0: It's not entirely clear um, why the spell won't work, um, but for whatever reason, the spirit cannot
5: enter the body. Okay. So, question. I heard a voice and then I did detect thoughts. Did I hear anything? No, not with detect thoughts.
2: Hmm. as we work I'm going to paranoidly cast the invisibility just in case <laughs> um,
0: there is nothing invisible I know I'm all you saying. see is the outlines of your all you <laughs> see is the outlines of your friends I'm
2: just gonna have that up because I'm so scared of Drew <laughs> 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 yeah
3: I mean actually that's a good point <laughs> we should really always get that So, what's in this shed over here?
0: (laughs) As you... So, as um, the rest of you are in the room itself, um, trying to figure out things with the body and trying to um, thaw the device, the door to this room, which is not letting me click, the door to this room slams shut loudly. (gasps) Oh, And then a moment later, there's a click as it slowly opens halfway on its hinges. (laughs) Outside Tempest, you have found the outhouse. There's snow covering a good amount of the walkway up to it, but if you move it aside, you can open the door. And behind you, there is a a wood pile, as I guess is evident by the man.
3: Okay. Did you make it patrol?
2: So wait, did was the door half opening? Tempest store or this? Door? It was the same door. Okay. Um, Altus. Yes. Could perhaps the body not be spoken to, if if it had become some kind of malevolent spirit, would your spell have worked on it?
4: Uh, I don't believe so because the spirit and the body need to be connected in some way so that we may talk to the spirit through its former vessel
2: Very well um, somebody should investigate the that room where the door slammed um, I, I believe we should get tempest I'll go
4: get her. <laughs> <laughs> A door slammed? I'm two. I I, like put down my notebook and like step away from the skeleton.
2: Yes, that door that was open previously slammed shut on its own. Why did no one tell me? Slammed shut. Tempest. What? We might have a ghost.
3: I jog back inside. (laughs)
2: There, um, that room, the door slammed shut on its own. Oh, I mean, back what, do we, up. what do we do about
0: it? So the door is uh, cracked open
2: still now.
4: As as uh Tempest Malai didn't ask was, how
2: big the room was. She said she kicks the door open.
4: <laughs> as Molly is getting Tempest, can I cast um, oh, where is it? Somewhere. Where is it? Uh, detect evil and good.
3: Detect evil and good. It's weird hearing it that order.
4: Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> like um, evil
3: and good? <laughs> anyway.
4: Detect evil
1: and, and good. good? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let me read this super quick. Um, nothing.
4: Nothing? No good or evil. Huh. Okay. I don't like it, but I have to <laughs> accept it.
2: This, you said it was a laboratory, right? Yep. Uh,
0: yeah, so
1: that room is a laboratory.
2: Um, investigate.
0: Go ahead and roll investigate. Oh. Investigation. Sixteen. Okay, so the room itself seems to be much um, like the rooms outside where there's been snow blown up into piles around the corners. Um, on this table on that western wall, there's a spot where snow has been cleared, leaving... A section in the center of the table. And in that section are a Smith's tool set, a Tinker's tool set, and a bar of iron.
2: Okay, can you give me that one more time? I'm sorry. Sure. Um so for the tool sets.
0: Um uh, so the room itself is much like the room outside where you saw the the snow piled on everything. There's frost covering most of the surfaces. And there's an area on this table where the frost and snow has been cleared away. And there's the two tool sets and a bar of iron.
1: Hmm.
2: But it's been cleared away recently.
0: I mean, it does look, based on how wind and, <laughs> and cold works, as though it should be covered in ice if everything else in the room is.
2: Hmm, hmm, am I seeing visibility still not seeing anybody? Nope. Hmm. So, it's a smith set and a tinker set and iron. Like a block of iron, yeah.
0: Like would be used for like smelting or for like smithing.
2: Is the contraption defrosted yet?
0: Um, I just, I apologize. I read the invisibility. You can see into the ethereal plane. So there is a frantically gesturing um, gnomish man who's just going at the
2: table. (laughs) All right, what would you like me to do with the things on the table, Mr. Spirit?
0: He starts moving his mouth as if explaining and getting more and more exasperated and then pointing at you and then throwing his hands up and turning around.
2: If you're able to move the snow, why don't you write in the snow?
0: He turns around and mouths something else and rolls his eyes and walks over to the snow. And you see he pokes and his finger goes through it.
2: How did you clear the table?
0: shakes his hand.
3: Who are you talking to? Puts
0: his hand again. There's a
2: gnome ghost in this room.
0: (laughs) And he writes in the snow, three greater
2: than two. So we need to build a a third ring? For the device? Uh, Nodding emphatically. Is the device safe to touch, however? We're having it defrost as of right now. No, do not touch it. Okay, don't touch the device. So how are we gonna fix it if you can't touch it? Uh, can you uh, guide me uh, on how to craft the ring? Do you have specs? He like points to several spots on the floor where there's blueprints strewn all about the room. Okay, I will go and collect those. And being the artificer that I am, immediately start crafting a metal ring. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he, as you're collecting them, he walks over and he kind of makes cautious gestures at each of them.
2: Yes, yes, yes. I understand how blueprints work.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So in order to, uh, to do this, you will need to be able to melt the iron and use the smith's tools to form it. Look, can we'll we
5: have a fire, fire going.
2: going? Will that be
5: hot that enough? I mean how did he melt
2: the iron?
1: Yeah.
4: Does anyone have heat metal? Does that work? <laughs> I have continual flame.
2: Oh, I mean that would get there eventually, I'm assuming.
5: If I thought continual flame is heatless. Oh. But it creates no heat. You talk about use flame? <laughs> <laughs> I mean I have I could throw a fireball at it.
2: Well, let's not get ahead (laughs) of
1: ourselves. (laughs) I could
5: bestow a curse on it. Okay, okay. (laughs) But I just keep throwing fire bolts like we put it in the fire, and I just keep throwing fire bolts at it.
2: I don't know. I'm proficient in, in smith's tools so i'm assuming i know what the process would be but rio has no idea what would work <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, you're for, you're just roll a straight like intelligence, intelligence check
2: okay can i add proficiency because i am a Smith? yes yes <laughs> uh that is a wow 20 dirty 20.
0: Yeah, so you uh, you know that, like you all had decided, the fire alone would not be hot enough, but with those uh, fire bolts thrown into it and that continually added flame, you would be able to melt the metal.
5: Z has a grand time with <laughs> some fire. That's stupid. I
0: assume <laughs> you all I start drinking the, the wine. <laughs> I assume you all move the table and the device away from the fireplace before yeah. you do this, or are you using I the, asked one of the, the other gnome?
2: Airplaces? I asked the gnome if it's possible to You're wrap a the object. I'm oh. sorry.
0: Oh, you were muted. I was, I lost
2: sound for a moment, my bad. Uh, I asked the gnome if it's safe if we wrap the object, if we could then touch it, or if it's just skin contact. That's the problem.
0: He brings a hand to his face. (laughs) Like, can I use tongs? (laughs) He puts up a finger and walks over to some of the things that are strewn on the ground, trying to find...
2: No? So we shouldn't touch it at all? Okay. But putting um, a
3: third bar on it's going to make it right. okay to touch.
2: Right. Uh, Helena and uh, not Helena, uh, Tempest and Altist, could you uh, move the table with the object away from the flames?
3: Sure. Sure.
4: Because you guys <laughs> have better decks than me and <laughs> And I helped Tempest.
3: Was it great? But I...
4: Dexterity check?
3: Dexterity. Yeah. Ooh, that's
4: only a 12. <laughs> oh, you know what? This one uh, wasn't great either. That's also a 12. Oh.
0: Okay. Uh, where is everybody standing in the room? I'm in the <laughs> laboratory.
5: <Yeah. laughs> I am. Um, so yeah, this is... I said I was heating the fire up, so where's the fire? <laughs> the fire is here. Well, but we hadn't started
2: heating the fire, so we decided to move the object before we melted the iron
3: so he would still be over over there. Over there,
4: okay. Okay, moving the table away from the fire.
0: Okay, so as you move the table, you end up jolting on one of the scorched pieces of wood from the uh, decrepit and falling apart building and the summer star rolls off the side of the table and hits the ground. You mean a soft
2: pillowy snowbank.
0: Light blossoms from the inside of it, becoming a 10 foot radius sphere. And as it does so, can I please get a con save from uh, Tempest and from Altus? Oh
1: no. Con, con, con. Oh, yeah.
3: 21.
0: All right. So, uh, Altus, you take 90 damage. Tempest, you take 45.
5: I'm down. I'm sorry. What? Did that just kill you?
0: Tempest, how much do you take? Or how much do you have left HP wise?
3: I have 21.
0: All right. Um, So, Tempest, you are badly burned. Altus, you are completely uh, disintegrated. Nothing (gasps) but ashes left in a pile on the floor as the light recedes back into darkness in the room. And that is where we will end tonight. Thank you all so much for joining us. Um, oh, and we don't uh, end that before was- I
5: kick it as hard as I can. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> just-
0: <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining us tonight. Uh, we will uh, talk, obviously, about everybody's feelings on this in the after party. Um, I will have good news for you all. Um, so. Keep that in mind. Uh, and thank you so much to our patrons um, for supporting us on this. We really appreciate all of you guys. Sparky, David, Daniel, Scott, Rio's mom, Alistair, Sean, and Scott again. And then our newest patron, M. Um, who thank you so much for signing up to be a patron of ours. Uh, we really appreciate all of you. And uh, with that, we will be taking about uh, half an hour to 45 minute break and be back with our Isles of Madness mini adventure. So remember Rolf, oh, I got a really old one on there. Oopsies, I got to change that. Uh, may your days be filled with friends, fun, and natural 20s. Good night, everybody.
5: Yes.